0: It's the last few days of the school year, and I'm waiting for my daughter to come home on the bus. For my daughter, and for nearly everyone in our neighborhood, since the very first day of kindergarten, there has been no question where they will go to school. It's the one closest to our house, practically across the street. But for the vast majority of families who have children with complex support needs, the question of where they will go to school is not so straightforward. Many times, the location of the school and what kind of classroom a child is educated in is based on the characteristics of their disability or how much their curriculum needs to be modified, not where their neighborhood school is.
1: Hi, my name is Christina Barry. Uh, my daughter's Harper Barry.
0: Justin and Christina Barry have gone to extraordinary lengths to have their daughter Harper, who uses an augmentative and alternative communication device, included in general education. The
1: special education classroom there had, like, duct tape on things, you know, these giant fifth graders in the room, so different academic levels, different ages. You know, after a while, you just start looking at it, and you're like, this this isn't working, and this is not right. Like, it's, it's just not. So, yeah, we um, worked to pull her out of it, and that was many, many meetings and many thousands of dollars in advocacy fees.
0: And they aren't alone. Countless families advocate for their children with complex support needs to be fully and authentically included but what if there were school districts that already included students with disabilities, even those with complex support needs, in general education classrooms with the kinds of support they needed?
2: So back in two thousand we were a center school district and all of our students with significant disabilities went to those center schools.
0: This is Carolyn Teagland, Assistant Superintendent of Cecil County Schools in Maryland.
2: What happened was, as soon as we started the work of transitioning students back, we saw the power of the impact and it became my life work.
0: Westlyn Wilsonville in Oregon has also been on a journey to inclusion. Here is Assistant Superintendent Jennifer Spencer Imes
1: students do better in inclusive classrooms they do better academically they do better socially there's really not any research that supports segregated classrooms so really our question moved from why would we be inclusive to you know why not
0: and what i can't get out of my mind is that if harper berry lived in one of these two school districts she would already be included but why does it have to be this way from mcie the producer of the Think Inclusive podcast, a podcast series that will follow the story of Harper and others throughout their school year and chronicle the joys and heartache of pursuing inclusion and tell the stories of school districts that have made a commitment to include each and every learner. Coming late 2023.